Hello, listeners. This is Dr. Taylor Hartman. You are on very best of living, and I hope it really is the very best of living in your life right now. Um, we are in March, my one of my favorite months of the year, because so much is happening and changing. And, and I have two great colleagues with me. I have my good friend, Kat Larson. Hello, Kat. Hello, Taylor. We're, <laughs> she's chosen to go British today. I am. I'm going to speak this way all day. <laughs> Because Which, my medication hasn't kicked in yet. So I can be whoever I want. <laughs> Clearly, you can. And you are. So good for you. Good for you. It reminds me when I was traveling in England and I really liked the English people. And I said, I don't know why we left you in the first place. <laughs> so you're reminding well, we me know of. know why you left us. We're glad you did. <laughs> you know you miss us. Okay, right. maybe not so much. <laughs> um, and I'm also with Tevia, Tevia Jones, who is with us from Hawaii. Hello, Tevia. Aloha, Taylor and Kathy. Wonderful to be here. And there's no shortage of self-esteem here. No. <laughs> well done. No, that's a great point. It, it is a very good insight. There is no shortage of self-esteem. And you know what? I, now that you say that, it makes me think kind of a tender moment of people who don't have that who just mm. don't like themselves and they are so deserving of liking themselves. And yet you can't just plug it in and play and say, okay, now you do. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's fun being with people who like themselves. It's very easy because I don't feel like I have to worry about stepping on toes or making you feel less about who you are. The three of us um, have a great enjoyment that way, I think. Mm -hmm. So appreciate that. So thanks for being with us. Both of you, Kat, as always, and Tevia, it's a great addition to, to our yeah. broadcast. Very best of living. So today we're going to talk about the concept of choice. I want you to think about this. Choose in the morning how you want to feel tonight. I want you to understand there is a direct correlation between choice and consequence. And uh, I, it's interesting because I'm spiritual and I believe God plays a very important role in our lives. I'm always interested when people are like, um, they think God's punishing them. Uh, when I'm like, mm, if there were no God, what happened to you would have happened anyway. Well, why would you say that? Well, look at the choices you've made. There's natural consequences. And yet you're now blaming someone else like for why it happened when in fact, I'm not sure you had anything to do with it. Like the reality is you made this choice and now you have a consequence, and now you're not just blaming God, now you're blaming others, now you're blaming yourself, now you're blaming the world. That's very different from owning it. Instead of blaming, own what choice you made. And I want to dig a little bit into today with both of you, why you make those choices. Like we, you know, as we know at Taylor Hartman Enterprises, we're real big on the why behind the what. Um, and a man was asking me just the other day, what's the difference in your program and other personality programs, I said, there's a vast difference. I'm not just saying that to, to promote it. I'm trying to help you understand. We do motive. No one else does that. Everyone else says, if you behave like this, they're all behavior models, then that will define who you are. And I'm like, no, no. The why you choose that is more important to me to begin. I want to understand who you are, your core. And no other instrument ever really defines why, what drives you. What is your driving mm -hmm. core motive? And by the way, that's also interesting because some people don't like to be defined. 
they would rather be loose and kind of have, well, everything defines me or whenever I feel differently, it defines me. And I'm like, no, you can choose not to embrace truth, but truth remains. And there are natural consequences despite right. your reasoning, right? right. So tell me, right. you guys, tell me of a choice you make like, like daily. I'd be very interested in this because uh, I asked a client to do this for me. I said, I want to know how your day works. Like, tell me what you do when you first wake up until the end of the day. And it was very telling to me to give me insight into who he was and what, when, he, when he told me about his daily routine. So tell me about a choice you start your day with, and I want to know how it makes you feel at the end of the day. We'll go with Tevia first. Yeah, that's a great question. So this can go one of a few different, uh, different ways, right? It's <laughs> like when I think of this, this question, so my ideal, yes. Yes. I guess, yeah. is I wake up and, and I quickly jump into positive affirmations in my head. Uh, I don't linger. I'm not in my phone. I jump up and I get, uh, I hydrate. And I get uh, proteins in my body, clean protein, superfood right out the gate. And then I do a, some some level of, if you wear prayer, meditation, you know, the, the, this type of practice, which sets me up for uh, usually a pretty optimal day and then some exercise. Okay, let's so go with, let, let me go back. Let me go back because I love those. Those are so good. Mm -hmm. I love the way you said ideal. Very cool. What are the things, and you said, I don't get in my phone. I make good choices. I don't linger. I thought that was really good. I, and then you said I make some really good choices to put good things into my body immediately to start my day, right? Yeah, because it's the words. It's the words. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Not the negative, right? Also, positive affirmation as opposed to negative. So, so tell me this. Give me an idea uh, what things might set you off from your ideal day, things that would prevent it. Waking up late, waking up, and maybe I had a maybe I didn't completely uh, clear out whatever happened the day before. Maybe I was in a, in a disagreement, or there yes. was something I went to bed unsettled, and yes. I woke up, and then I instantly get into the processing of that, wow. as opposed to positive thinking. And maybe I didn't even catch myself in the morning, and yes. then I'm off. Uh, I'm overthinking about something and I jump straight into the phone and I meant to Google something. And then before I know it, I'm already onto the sports page and on Instagram and I don't know where I'm at. And then, you know, like yeah. I've lost track. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Those are excellent insights. Really, really good insights. And I think they're common. I think a lot of yeah. us can relate to that so easily how we get fall down that path. Right. And then of course, mm -hmm. if you make the poor choice, what does that do to you by the end of the day then? So at the end of the day, What's the impact? Well, there's a compounding effect as the day goes on because there's kind of a domino thing that keeps that keeps happening. Yeah. So it doesn't just stop. It kind of <laughs> uh, so there's there can be the disappointment just in like ah oh, man I was really off or the results that I got were not as optimal as had I gone made a different choices. Yeah. Um, there could be the self talk of like man I know better than that I'm, I I should yeah. be on this I yeah. I I teach people how to do this thing right. So there's, there, it can be a number of, of areas, usually just exhausted, like really just kind of tired and like, ah, not, not feeling like there was a lot of possibility in it. It yeah. feels more limiting. I like that. It was not optimal mm -hmm. for sure. That is so good. Kat, what about you? Let's take one. Um, I work out, I do some sort of exercise, we either walk or do something. And then we sit and have coffee. Um, Excellent. and I, 
what gets in the way of that? Um, I get, I get up and don't exercise. And then same thing as with, with Tevia. And then I just noticed with social media, um, it puts, it disconnects me if I get on Instagram or something, Mm. or it disconnects me from uh, all of a sudden I'm watching, not doing. Yes. So good. My gosh. And addictive. Like all of a sudden you're scrolling. What a a great point. You are no longer in charge of your life. It owns you. You don't own it. So end of the day, what does it make you feel? Uh, alone, a yeah. little alone yeah, and a little sad. Yeah. Disconnected, so, not as connected. And I beat myself up because it's like, it's so easy not to do that. Just take it off your phone. Oh gosh. I love that. Both of you said something I really liked. It makes me beat myself up. I, I have this negative self-talk. Why did I do that? Why didn't I do the right thing? Excellent points. And I love the way you shared that as, because I think our listeners can really identify that better now by saying, oh yeah, I do that all the time. Like I'm, I'm not feeling good about myself and I'm wondering why. Well, because you didn't own your day. It owned you, right? It's right. so funny. Our, our listeners, I have to tell you this because it's so great. Um, so sex is typically best when it starts in the morning. And people are like, whoa, <laughs> I've never heard that before. I'm like, well, let me explain this to you. So if you really understand the concept of connection and intimacy, it starts long before you're in the bed naked. Like it's, yes. it's much earlier in the day when you treated someone a certain way like you patted their butt or you made their coffee or you did something for them that was very genuine and thoughtful. Um, or you reached out to them during the day if you're separated from work or whatever might go on and you showed an interest throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, when typically people get together, if, if you've not had any of that and you start then, you're wondering why you're frustrated, why they're irritated or why it didn't work so well. And the truth right. is you didn't see any ownership or connection between choice in the morning and consequence at night. And so I want our, our, our listeners to start thinking about, okay, all right, so I could own my consequences. I could change how those happen based on my choices earlier in the day. Or as we all know, as we're aging, um, some of us faster than others, that if you don't take care of business when you're young, it is much harder to climb that mountain later in life. The people, I, I don't ever want to be discouraging of anyone, but people that never took care of themselves physically, you know how much harder it is to move at 60 than it was at 20. And so if you yep. don't develop good patterns, right? And like Tevi was talking about hydrating, putting good things in your body in the morning. If you don't develop that because you, could, you don't have to, like when you're 20, you can just jump up and go get a McDonald's and off you go, right? But those patterns, right, are what create the havoc later in life harder to change. So I would like our listeners to just be jotting down some ideas on things you could commit to doing. Like I say, take a vacation from social media. If you need to break a pattern, sometimes it's better to go extreme. It's better to actually make the commitment that, okay, I'm off. I'm not doing it for a month. I just need to take a break and, and and get away from that, right? I'm not saying you can't go back. You can do whatever you want. Just feel like you own it. You own it instead of it owns you. And yeah. I love that comment that person made that was very involved in um, creating social media. He said, I just want you to know, as good as you think you are, there are many of us who are working against you. We are yeah. trying to addict you in so many different ways you can't even begin to comprehend. We're paid to do it. We do it all day long. And all of us are against you. Just you alone have to figure this out. And the only way you can change that or win that battle is for you to take back the ownership of, okay, I'm turning you off. 
you don't own me anymore. It's funny to me because I listen to news. When I don't go, when I'm traveling, I never listen to news and nothing changes. <laughs> right. When I come back, right. it's the same stuff it was seven days ago. Right. Yes. So it's some of the things I'd like our listeners to think about is what am I starting my day with? You both mentioned, I love this negative thought. So I want our listeners to think about that. Are we looking more at what's wrong with us? What's wrong with our day? What's wrong with our people? Um, or are we looking for ways to make it right? Are we looking for ways to enhance someone's life? Just a, a text is easy nowadays. Just a text of saying, thinking about you would be a great thing to you do. You know, I have to tell you, just I don't know if this has just happened. I just became aware of what I was doing. And so Paco's gone. He leaves at six o'clock in the morning, comes home at seven o'clock at night. I'm here working all by right. myself all day. I got the dogs. But so I started this weird thing where like he wouldn't text me or wouldn't connect with me. And, and I was like, okay, well, let's see how much he really loves me. And I'm just going to wait until he, he connects you. with me and see. And so I would be waiting and then I would get obsessive about it. And then he would get home and I'd be a little harumpy, like, oh, oh, okay. And I'm like, what do I want? I want him to love me and I want to love him and connect with him. Well, Doug, you reach out to him. Why are you? Oh, it's not a test. That's so, <laughs> so good. I love that so much. I don't realize we're doing that stuff no. until I go, why do I want to be mad at him when he walks in the door after I haven't seen him for 12 hours? <laughs> so I don't, good. you know, no. but it does, it gets, it kind of drags you away sometimes. Yeah. Like, you create it and you don't want to own it. That's so good. And you're actually doing it worse. I love what you said. So I'll just see what he does in terms of texting me, which, oh, makes, yeah. you, which makes you more obsessed. <laughs> not <doing> you. <laughs> Oh, no, still hasn't texted. No, still hasn't texted. Jeez, text him. Don't and, get in here. and then you're like, nice to see you, big boy. Where have you been all day? <laughs> well, I've been working. It's been like a great day out there. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't here rubbing your feet. <laughs> and then the sarcasm just explodes. That's why oh, I love. My but I love. I love what you did, which is you took ownership. I love that you said. Yeah. You know what? That's on me. So that listeners, is. if you're doing that, the cat's talking about, and you're never owning it, like you literally can't even say what you're saying. And by the way, it makes you more intimate with your spouse when you own it. When you say to them, I got to tell you what I was doing. This is unbelievable. They appreciate that. It makes you more connected, right? So I want you guys to think about that dynamic in your life. What are my choices? What am I doing? And what will the consequence be? And then when the consequence happens, stop blaming don't yeah. go there. I don't blame even blaming you. Just own it. This is what I chose. And then I want to dig a little deeper with both of you on uh, for our listeners. Why would you choose that? So why would, what the why behind the what is the question. Why would I make that choice? Like I want to, um, I want to judge you uh, for thinking you're so wonderful. This woman was recently getting, um, ready for uh, a massage and she was in the locker room and she was looking at this perky young woman and who was kind of just really kind of playing up her youth and whatever. And she found herself judging that piece. And she finally stopped herself and said, why am I judging what I was doing myself when I was that age? Why am I not just accepting? Oh my gosh. I mean, that's that I can see myself now. I understand those elements of why I was doing what I was doing and be grateful that you are in a different place in your life today rather than judging. Or why are you comparing? Why are you looking at somebody like when you look at Instagram and you see somebody having a wonderful time like I'm going to be doing shortly in 
my trip to Dubai and Oman, I don't want you looking at those pictures going, well, why does he get to go and not me? I want you looking and saying, well, I hope he's having a great time. That's so interesting or that's so different. I want you to shift the thinking of comparison to appreciating in your life. And again, like I said earlier, you both used the example of social media, and I agree with that. If it's controlling you, then don't look at all. Just don't go there, right? But I want you to think about the, the why. So tell me in both of your minds, Kat, what's one of the whys you think that people get stuck on doing, choosing things that will then have negative consequence? Oh, I think jealousy. Really good one. The green-eyed monster. You know, yep. why not me? Why you? And, you know, it's funny to me how capitalism, people use that to such an advantage in making sales. Like yep. the new car. It always amazed me when people say, did you see the neighbors got a new car? Like, well, no, actually, I don't know cars well. So is that new? Oh, my gosh, it's brand new. I saw it advertised, and I would love to have that. And, and then they take that to their spouse as though it's the spouse's job to provide, right? Instead of just saying, nice for them. I hope they enjoy it. That's terrific, right? Uh, jealousy is a great one, Kat. Or even people that are getting older. If you're playing the jealous game of fitness with youth, how do you win that Forget one? Forget about it. You can't win, right? So that's a really good one. And what causes jealousy, Kat? Um, I think it's probably a little bit of lack of low self-esteem or lack of confidence in my ability to do it like you or truly lack of commitment to the work it takes to get that new car. Or, okay. you know, I think, I think that comes up for me in terms of jealousy or yeah, I mean, low, like I'm looking at myself thinking, when do I feel jealous right. and envy right. is um, not fairness, like living in unfairness. Right, right. Well, let's go, let's go one step further. That's insecurity. Like I'm not secure and within what, what I have is not, I'm not secure with that. So you made me more insecure because you have something more different, better. So that makes me, I'm an easy victim now, which I've done to myself in the process. Tevia, yeah. let's go with, uh, give, me a, give me a why somebody would, uh, you know, get into trouble with choices. Lack of awareness, not, not even being aware that it's occurring. Like, the, you know, the, not even seeing the doorway that there's other options. Like it just is just habit, just straight into wow. it. That's so good. If you're raised that way and never developed that awareness. Yeah. Wow. So lots of choices you're making, you're not even aware you're making them because it's just been a way you've done life. Right? Yeah. That's really good. I, oh, I love that also in terms of bad habits. Like before you realize it, like why are you choosing that bad habit, right? I wasn't even aware I was doing it. Couldn't even see it. That's really good. And then that next, the next tier is the work, like what Kathy was saying. And you have to be, once you're exposed to being aware and you start to notice, and I'm just sharing what my journey has been, I mean, that, that's been my journey, a lack of awareness, right? not even realizing the impact, right? Which we'll talk about. Um, right, right. Other, but the other part is then, then it's once you are aware, are you committed uh, enough to do the work to not be in the habit? Right. Or the pattern, right. right. So self-awareness is the first step. No question about that. It doesn't necessarily free you though, right? You may <laughs> actually not do the work to change those choices. So I hope our listeners are listening to this concept of what are my choices and what are the consequences? I think it's been obviously wonderful to have both of you with me again on this program. This is very best of living, and we're wanting you to have your best life. 
And to do mm-hmm. that, I want you to start in the morning with what are my choices and what are the consequences of that choice by that night. Thank you both for being with us. It was such a great experience as always. Appreciate you. I didn't ask yours, Taylor. What's that? I didn't ask you your choice in the morning. No, you didn't care enough, but that's okay. I do. That happens in life. It's, 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 it's yeah. what we go through all the time, right, listeners? We have to accept the fact that it's about her, not about me, but it's my show. So, okay. We'd like to thank you all for being with us this time. I'll be back next week with very best of living. Thank you both again. And thank you listeners. Bye now. Thank you. Love you. Hey, Color Code family. It's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350. Text the word VIP to that number and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the People Code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up. And you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.